I'm an old guy, Monica. I don't like change. To go for padded room radio. We are back on the air for another week, you goddamn maniacs. My name is Darian. I have returned. Miss Monica is in the house. I am here. We've got nobody. Buddy is gone for another week. Yeah. It's fine. He's got weird stuff going on, like uh, legal matters and, uh, <laughs> and uh, working late. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know what he's doing anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't really care. Either, to be honest with you. Monica and I have been chilling at the house here for about an hour and change, uh, trying to get this show started. We can't, because my motherfucking dogs keep coming in here and fighting each other in front of us, and jacking off the audio, and then my wife came home, so I think she's finally got a hold of the dogs, and we can actually do this shit for real this time. Yeah, for real. Monica, happy Mother's Day. Yes, I want to tell thank you that. You. you got fur babies. Fur that, babies. That sort of counts. You're mm-hmm. kind of like a mother. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, what did you do for your mom on Mother's Day, my dear? You know, my mom is so stubborn. Yeah. I offered to take her out to lunch. Yeah. She refused. Okay. I wanted to buy her, like, a strawberry cheesecake because right. that's her favorite. Okay. She didn't want it. No. She settled for a strawberry cheesecake from... Uh, from Dairy Queen? From Dairy Queen. I know. Uh... She didn't want anything. All she did was come over to my house and we watched movies. Okay. Did you watch a good movie? Uh, I got a bone to pick with you, by the way. We watched, watched sentimental 20... movies. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> you fucker. One, one of your goddamn sentimental movies popped up on Shudder. Uh-huh. And I happened to wake up as it was rolling through the Shudder program. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what is what, what am I watching here? What, what is are this? you watching? Uh, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll get to that, you son of a bitch. Ooh, okay. I gotta, yeah. Yeah, I got a serious problem with you all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, right on. So uh, you had a shitty Mother's Day is what, what I'm telling you? What you're telling me? No, it was just quiet. My mom, an, uh-huh. old, an old pothead. Oh, and, your mom? Yes. Oh, okay. And I'm trying to, I'm, believe it or not, I'm actually trying to get her back into the weed. Uh-huh. Because I feel like it would have, she stopped and... Uh, I feel like right now she's gone batshit crazy. I'll be honest with you. Uh-huh. And I feel like if we, if I could ease her back into it, like into a oh, dispensary, yes, it might just mellow her out, e- just even her out, right? With all of her weird conspiracy theories, okay, and shit like that. Yeah. So uh, what I got her? Uh, okay, hear me out. All right. Uh-huh. What I got her for Mother's Day was a lava lamp. 
Okay. So I feel like that would get the psychedelic juices flowing uh-huh. and get her interested in possibly, you know, uh, indulging. Now that it's it's perfectly legal here in the state of Nevada. Right. I can pick some up uh, right yeah. now if I wanted to. I'd go down to the dispensary, grab a yeah. handful of whatever. So I, I feel like I need to get that back into her a little bit. Huh. Is that, I don't know, is that a good thing, bad thing? No, that's a good thing. I feel like it would do her some good. Yeah. Just to, I mean. Make her feel a little just, better. Just smooth her over. Yeah, she's had bit. a rough ride right now. <laughs> oh, she yeah. had me as a son. That is a rough ride and a half, <laughs> young lady. Let me tell you a thing or two. All right, you goddamn I maniacs. did forget that. Oh, I, I did get hey. my mom the, the glasses that are the magnifying glasses with the lights on the side. Oh, nice. She was very excited when it lit up. When nice. I turned the light on, she was like, oh, my God, I can see the dogs. I'm like, oh, my God, okay. my mom can't even see. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to get your mom together with my mom. Yeah. Let me tell you, I spent a good hour and a half on FaceTime uh-huh. with my mom trying to get her goddamn Netflix on oh, her TV. Yes. Okay? It's a piece of cake. Yeah? yeah? Dude. Her, for us. No, what, no, not for everybody, okay? No, you got your remote. She's got a remote. She's uh-huh. got a smart TV. Uh-huh. It has a Netflix button on it. Uh, yes. The button on the remote says Netflix. Yes. Okay? You push that button. That's it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I gave her my uh, username and password. That's already pre-programmed. All you got to do is push the fucking button, Mom. Uh-huh. That's it. I pushed it. It, it said nothing's working. Now my whole TV is frozen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm on FaceTime. Show me your TV. Uh-huh. The TV is off. The f- fucking TV is off, Monica. Mom, turn your TV on. It is on. I'm looking at... Oh. I'm trying not to use like ethnic slurs, right? Here. And which is weird because my mom is not like any. Mom, turn your TV on. It is on. I'm looking at your TV. It is clearly off. Turn, turn it on, mom. Can you turn it on for me? It's on right now. No, it is not. No, it is not. I'm looking right at it, mom. Turn the fucking TV on. Well, that just doesn't work. Turn the TV on and then hit the Netflix button. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not plugged in. That is funny you should say that. Because today, my mom is babysitting on Tuesdays. Yeah. And she called me up while I was trying to nap at lunch. And she's like, God damn it, the TV is off. She's all, it's been off since 10 o'clock. She's all, and if I don't have TV, I'm taking a taxi home. And I'm like, wow, wow. I'm all, push the red button, you know, the the on button. button, On the Roku. It's not coming on. I'm like, okay, I'm all push the button on the Roku remote. <laughs> and she's all, nothing is coming on. She's all, I'm telling you, the screen is black. And I said, did the power go out? <laughs> no. I said, okay, pull the TV out because it's on a roller entertainment center. I'm going to pull it out and see if the, the power strip is lit up. Right. I said, turn it on and off. Oh, the TV's on now. Okay, then. All right. You must have lost power sometime today. See? 
Now, at some point in this conversation, she would say, Darian, just come over and fix it. Yes. Now, my mom lives uh, probably about 25 minutes away. Uh-huh. I can't just drop what I'm doing and, and haul ass over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, on on the one hand, I feel like FaceTime is a blessing because she can show me what she's looking yeah, at. Yeah, your mom knows how to work a cell phone. <laughs> on the other hand, it's kind of a curse because now I have to spend 30 to 45 minutes looking at her ceiling while she walks around her house resetting shit. Oh, for fuck's sake. We got a goddamn horror show to get into here, Monica. Yes. We got listener mail, we got horror news, we got all kinds of stuff. Our moms are like horror news. My mom is a horror story just by herself. I'm actually looking at weed as an like like a mellowing agent. Just uh, a fucking... For my mom, it's Xanax. So if anybody has any... Hook it up, please. Just get your mom and my mom together and they can fucking zone out. Space out together. Let's do some horror news in the meantime, kiddo. <laughs> Horror news. What do you got, Dudamus? Uh so I hope you don't have this one. I bet I do. Uh Texas Chainsaw Reboot. I do not. Oh. Okay. So I was reading that the new Texas Chainsaw Reboot right. is going to be based off of Leatherface, who is known as Kenny. Kenny. I know. Wait a minute. And he's about 60 years old. 60 years old? What? Okay. All right. <laughs> and it's going to be about two girls, sisters, okay. traveling. Right. One's in a wheelchair. What? The other one is successful businesswoman. Okay. All right. <laughs> are, you, are you done already? <laughs> I mean, I've kind of... Where did we get Kenny? I don't know. All right. All right. I don't know. That doesn't... Okay. All right. How did... All right. Well, go, no, go ahead. I, that, I've and got that, some questions. That's I've got a few all questions. I got on it so far. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. At what point in either fran- franchise was he known as Kenny? That's what I was reading. Where did this come from? So we, we have two perspective Leatherfaces. Yes. Uh, Jeb Sawyer or, that, yeah. or Jackson Sawyer, as he was known in the prequel. Yes. Or Bubba Sawyer by his middle name or his uh, nickname, which is fine. Not my favorite of the two Leatherfaces, but I, I get that. And then we also have uh, uh, Thomas Hewitt, which is the more the Andrew Bynarski incarnation. So I don't I don't know where Kenny. <laughs> Whether whether there's a Kenny, I don't know either. And I was just wondering, how did we get him to be like sixty years old now? I mean, if you follow the timeline, I suppose if, if this was going to be like a modern day incarnation, discounting, of course, Texas Chainsaw 3D, which blows the timeline completely out of the water. Um, <laughs> he, I guess, uh, let's see, seventies. He was probably in his twenties, so that's another fifty to sixty years. I would put him. I would actually put him closer to his 80s, actually, if you think about the original Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Massacre. But if you want to go into, well, I mean, even uh, Thomas Hewitt would probably be probably more in his 70s or 80s, given the, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, unless this is going to be set like in the early 2000s, perhaps. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't say. Okay, how about a little continuity here, kiddos? Uh, yeah, it says the character is listed as Leatherface, otherwise known as Kenny. Okay, he's never been known as Kenny. That's problem number one. 
So I don't know where we got Kenny. Yeah, and it says he's been renamed several times in various other stories. Uh, twice. He's been renamed twice. And, in, and Actually then, once, now that I think about it. And right. in this one, it says, in this telling, he is a 60-year-old okay. characterized as having a big build, not right. a bodybuilder, right. not even obese. I get, well, And he bit. wears church clothes that are too tightly fitted. Don't know about all that. I mean, he's he's kind of characterized by the suit and tie with the apron over it. I, with this description, I feel like I'm looking at... What the at, fuck is this? Uh, what? Uh, uh, the Pet cemetery guy across the street that played... Uh, Judd Crandall? Yes! That's A little bit. Who, that's who I, get I that. feel like I'm looking at. I get that. I, yeah. don't, I don't understand Kenny, and I don't understand... Uh, the description of him? I'm not... Uh, I'm... Okay, what is it? Uh, wait a minute. Wasn't uh, Fidi Alvarez attacked, yes. attached to this one? Uh-huh. Well, what the fuck is he doing? That, he knows better than this. Unless yeah, this is going to so, be a complete reboot, which I don't think we need right now. That, that's what it says. The upcoming Chainsaw Massacre Dude, reboot. I mean, <clears throat> I like Fidi Alvarez. He does good work. But I don't know where he's going with this Kenny crap. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tweet him. I'll I'll shoot him a tweet. Not that he listens to me. Not that anybody listens to me. <laughs> but I'll tell. I'll be, hey, who's Kenny? What the, What are you doing? What's going on here, dude? Yeah, what's going on? What's happening here? What are I'm you- wondering why we needed to go to two sisters. I mean, I'm okay with that. It doesn't really matter who the victims are. You can't be fucking with my my uh, my continuity here, dude. You got a storied <laughs> franchise. It's kind of wackadoodle. I'll give you that uh-huh. with all this prequel stuff and. Uh, uh, you know, things like that. It's kind of weird, but we look at the Sawyer clan. That's your building. That's your foundation. I wonder if there's going to be more family members in here. Okay, then stick to the, the basic family. Stick to Drayton Sawyer. Stick to a, uh, hmm. uh, what's his name there? The weirdo with the, uh, chop top. Uh, the other guy, the hitchhiker. Maybe the- there were too many hillbilly kids wearing a mask, so they just figured the... They were calling the wrong uh, Leatherface the wrong kid, and they found out that Leatherface was really Kenny. All right. Kenny, yeah. you've been wearing the mask all this time. I don't know. Right. That's probably as good of an excuse as I could come up with, so well done, Monica. <laughs> you just got yourself a uh, screenwriting credit on the new Leatherface movie. <laughs> All right, dude, what else you got? Uh, okay, so the uh, the Asian market has come out with angry Asian murder hornets. What the <laughs> fuck is this now? What is this? Well, you've heard of the big uh, Japanese hornets. Murder hornets, right. Yeah, so yeah. they made a movie already. Oh, wow, that's And it's fast. already coming out on 6-1. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get it on DVD or VOD. You can check it out. Uh, I have no interest in this. I do. Okay. I want to check it out. All right. I'm... You know, I watched this uh, documentary years ago. On what? About these Japanese hornets and okay. how they murder the little honeybees. Yeah. Oh my god, it's traumatizing. It is. But, oh. but we have an answer to the murder hornets. What's the answer? The ans- we need honeybees. I know, but we have a batter motherfucker that kills the murder hornets here in the United States. What's that? Cockroaches? No. <laughs> the praying mantis. Oh. Praying mantis fuck those guys right up. Yeah, but you need a million of them to kill them. We can put them in mass production tomorrow. 
pad, we'll put a padded room emblem on them and we'll throw them out there. Come on. Come on, murder hornets. Bring it on. Fuck oh, you up. my God. And then one other thing is uh, there's a new movie coming out with that pig, Kevin James, that I don't like. What's wrong with your problem with <laughs> Kevin James? He's a jerk. What's your- I, I saw footage of him. He's named as like one of the top 10 dickheads in Hollywood. What? He's a nasty human being Why to his he- fans. To his fans? Yes, he is. Oh, I've no. seen many videos. You can Google it on YouTube and watch him. Like people will say hi or ask for an autograph. And he's like, talk to my assistant. Wow. Yeah, he's a real dick. Okay. And that's why I hate him. Yeah. But I'm I want to see this movie, it Becky. Looks, I know it looks good. There's actually. no release date though. Did well, you get one? Th- that's the problem with all this fucking horse shit with the virus. The movies that were going to go to the theaters are now being pushed back a year yeah. if they look good and if mm-hmm. they're not then they're being shoved right onto VOD. I don't have a release date either, but I saw the trailers and it mm-hmm. actually looks pretty good. I Thought I was a fan of Kevin James. I mm-hmm. liked King of Queens. Yeah, I watched it too. Uh, Paul Blart seemed kind of silly. Uh, Grown Ups. Yeah. That stuff. I, thought- I know. It's amazing that he plays in these funny movies and he's an asshole in real life. You know, uh, sometimes that happens. I heard Carlos Mencia is a real fucker. Oh, if you meet him I don't in, in even like him. I don't like him either. I hope Adam Sandler isn't a jerk in real life. Um, he's got jerk money. He, he can afford to be a fucker. You know what I'm saying? He's he's sitting on top of like a multi-million dollar media conglomerate. So he's got fuck you and fuck me money is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, kiddo. What else you got? Uh, oh, one other piece of news for any Tom Hardy fans. Capone is out on the ships. So check it out if you want I'm to find it. I'm interested in that. Yes. I like, I like the sound of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some horror news. What? Hey, are you ready for another Scream movie? Scream? Yes. Okay. Uh, where did we leave off? Scream 4? With Hayden Panettiere, I think. Oh, I don't last, even know. That was the last... I think that was the last Scream, right? How about uh, Nev Campbell in Talks to Return to the Scream franchise? Oh, I, I know you don't like her. murdered this time. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of the Scream franchise. I'm not. I kind of like the first one. I do like the first one. Because it was kind of meta and it was kind of poking fun at the horror subgenre and the horror culture. And I get that. After that, they just kind of... You know what? I'm going to take a page out of the Horror Hose Uh uh, uh, playbook and say that I actually liked I Know What You Did Last Summer more than I like Scream. Oh, that's a bold statement, Monica. Okay. That's a that's a line in the sand. I just well, drew. that's another person I just cannot stand. Well, you don't like boobies. <laughs> I just don't like Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I love oh, Jennifer Love. Hewitt. I would take Scream over it. Uh, you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> so that that could be happening. That's not an actual thing. Here is an actual thing. Netflix's Juwan Origins series is going to debut in July. Oh, okay. Are you ready for a grudge <sighs> ser- a series based on the grudge? Um, I would be if I didn't have to read it. Well, it's from Netflix, 
So that's an American company. There's a good chance it's going to be in English or at least have Oh, I hope so. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you watch that new Grudge movie? Yeah, remember I couldn't get into it because it, the story was all over the place. That's, what is, that's the beautiful <clears throat> part of the Grudge, of the original <laughs> Juwan movie. Uh-huh. And then what I think was lacking from the franchise, I mean, the franchise got very silly, but if you look at Juwan... The Japanese original grudge. I can't find that one. I'm looking for that one. I had to have somebody walk me through it and explain to me where the the phone calls. That's with the baby bashing. Yes. Yeah, I want to see that one. That is, it gets pretty ugly. But (sighs) uh, I like the new one and I'm excited for Netflix's Juwan Origin series. Debuts in July. Okay. Psyched for that. Speaking of debuts, would you like to own Mm. Shudder's Creep Show? first season on blu-ray absolutely of course you would who wouldn't yeah who that's wouldn't? coming out next month in June. nice i think i'm gonna get a pre-order in for that one because i love it so goddamn much huh. speaking of shows that i love uh so much how about american horror story yes ryan murphy is teasing an american horror spinoff series mm. it's going to be entitled american horror stories now, hear me out. I know you're ready to take a big fat dump on it. Mm-mm. Instead of having the usual format that we know and love, where each season is its own storyline and uh-huh. sort of anthology, how about each episode being its own story? Oh, nice. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that too. Uh, don't know how much the original cast is going to be involved or how it's going to work out or anything like that. But, huh. uh, you know, I'm... Um, I kind of like having that's that's the the main problem that I have with these horror anthology shows is that you got to squeeze a horror movie into thirty minutes. That's tough, man. And as we're experiencing right now with our blood ride run through, it gets a little little shitty. I mean, maybe shitty's a harsh word, but it's it's hard to do that and to make it frightening. You know, how long were the masters? Was uh, that Masters a, of Horror, they yeah, were an hour long. An hour long, okay. Yeah. And some of those were dumb as shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> There's a couple good ones, but 99% were like totally political smacks to the face. Hmm. You know, that's what you get with a Joe Dante or a John Landis. They want to hit you over the head with the politics. Uh, you need at least 45 minutes. I feel like an hour. <clears throat> I feel like an hour's ago. I, some of those Masters of Horror were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Cigarette Burns, uh, Pick Me Up. Well, the Crypt Keepers one were good, too. Yeah, but they were more like ironic comedies in a weird way. Like, mm. oh, you know, she's a cheating whore, and then she killed her husband <laughs> and boiled his body and turned him into soap, but she didn't pay attention to where she left the soap, so then she <laughs> used the soap on herself and it melted her skin. <laughs> So you you can pack that into an hour, yeah, or, for, or thirty minutes even. And mm. if you put enough TNA in there, then it, nobody cares to begin with. <laughs> which is what I learned as a nine year old watching on HBO. <laughs> all right, you sons of bitches. That's all we got in the horror news. How about some listener mail? All right, get your uh, vocal cords warmed up there, Miss Monica. Okay. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. Listener mail. Monica, we've got a brand new Patreon subscriber. Who is it? 
is Kevin, Tokyo, Japan. Hi, Kevin. Kevin Thank you. Kevin comes in and out with the Patreon. Awesome. <laughs> I love that about you. Kevin's in the $5 bracket. That gives him uh, control of June. Oh, so, what did he pick? I don't know, because we also have an email here from Kevin. But I have faith in Kevin. I'm going to make another bold statement and say that Kevin is a good picker when it comes to themes. Do you remember what happened last time Kevin picked the theme? Which like, theme was it? It was Indie Post-Apocalyptic Zombie oh, Month. yes. Or Mindbender Month. Because what, what did we have? We had that one where she smears herself with turds. Mm. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> what is that? It's not It Comes at Night. It Comes at Night was one of them. Okay. There was the one where she smears herself with turds. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember that one? No. She takes a... a, a <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hard for me to say that she's... I believe that was the name of the movie. Oh. She smears <laughs> I don't think that was the name it was of it. I forget it, but she uh <clears throat> uh she takes she had the kid uh her husband uh got bit and got killed. She put her baby in the car and then smeared herself <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I forget the name of that I, fucking movie. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, there was that one. There was a couple of... They were actually... most. Of, yeah, that's large, the one where the baby got sick. Yes. Yes. And she had to go into the little town to find some medicine. Mm-hmm. So she would smear poop and pee-pee all over herself. Yeah, I remember that one now. And then, like, she uh, stumbles upon the other uh, father and uh, kid. Daughter, yeah. yeah. And she's like, okay, you got to smear yourself with poop and pee. Oh, fuck, I don't remember the like, name of that. They're like, no, we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a pretty good... I'm going to look that up during the break, because that was actually a pretty good show. Did he also break. pick that one for us about the the world ending? Oh, um... No, that was an immersion therapy, as I recall. Oh, was it? The Australian flick? Yeah. That was uh, These Final Hours. Yes. That was okay. a great show, man. All right. Let's go right to Tokyo, Japan. Here comes Lonely Bob. Subject line, The Decline. Hey, Padded Room. I watched The Decline on Netflix the other day, as you mentioned mm-hmm. on the show, and must say it's pretty good. A solid mm-hmm. prepper horror scenario. Question for you, if you've seen it, if you were in their shoes, what would you do? Join the preppers living off the grid or run and hide and try to escape. Take care, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, I haven't seen The Decline yet. Have you seen The Decline? Yeah. What's the, uh, give me a uh, 30-second synopsis. Uh, So it's basically these people go out into the woods, live off the grid. Somebody accidentally gets killed and they, the motherfucking assholes want to go report it to the police and the guy is like no 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 you can't bring the police up here then they'll find out about my place up here okay so it's not actually an apocalypse situation it's just a bunch of weirdos out in the woods well they're prepping for it okay but real life is still back there but these guys are out in the middle of the wilderness and the snow and stuff okay i say let's call the cops fuck that what are you doing out there that you don't want the cops coming for you you got like a like a weird cam they, girl situation. They just want to disappear. They just want to disappear okay, from you have society. A dead body, baby doll. That's the well. Problem. It was an accident. Either way, it's still a dead guy. There's insurance claims got to get filed. You know, you got to notify his next of kin. Well, he didn't let his family know where he was anyway, so fuck him. Well, I think they deserve to know <laughs> if he's a dead guy. Don't you? <laughs> no. Hey. 
I'm going out there to be off the grid. Hey, I'm not calling the police. Sorry about Ted. Uh, what happened was... No, I can explain it all. What happened was... He accidentally got shot. Unfortunate for him. I mean, we're out here in the snow. Yeah, pay attention. I'm trying to kill a polar bear to feed everybody. And t- let's be honest, Ted looked a lot like a polar bear, don't you think? Look at him with his beard and all that shit. He looks like a polar bear. I'm sorry. Okay, now we can get the paperwork started. That's just my Well, I guess if you want to be more like that, you could just maybe drive his body into town or somewhere and dump his body. I mean... (laughs) That way somebody can find him at least. There's Ted. Or is it a polar bear? No, that's Ted. Oh, shit. All right, let's get some paperwork. I'm going to have to check that one out, uh, Kevin, because I'm not 100% sure what you're talking about. I've not seen the decline. I think you'd like it. It sounds good. Mm -hmm. So was there an actual apocalypse involved or no? I don't believe there was. Not not like happening back in the city. Okay. These guys just wanted, I think they were, I can't they were just preparing and learning how to live like this. Okay. Like that stupid show, uh, the Alaskan yeah, people. The the big fat lady, uh, whatever her <laughs> name is. There's a big fat lady on that show. Oh, is there? I never yeah, seen it. No, she is husky. <laughs> oh. And she is, she doesn't like people. Oh, okay. That's what it boils down to. Uh, right on. We got a voicemail here from beautiful downtown Hueyton, Alabama. It's the um It's the Pet Cemetery. It's the gauge of people that call into the podcast. Ellen. I'm gonna try to do buddy justice here. Ellen. It's just Alan. So, What's going on, Alan? Sorry about missing last week. Oh, so, it's cool, man. House of the Dead. Um, I've seen it once when it's, I rented it. It's bad. Um, it's dude, bad movie. did you bought it? That's fucking crazy. I had my reasons. Um, uh, Colin, I remember seeing that. I think Corpse Cast or Cadaver Lab covered it. I remember really enjoying it. Okay. I yep. don't remember what you're doing this week. Um, don't no, don't remember the trivia question or whoever on the smart guest. Um, things been kind of crazy. I changed jobs because all job was fucking me over. And I hate that. I work for Domino's now. I'm really liking that. it. Um, that's all we got. Everybody's good. Have a good night. Bye. Beautiful, Alan. Alan, you work for Domino's. Oh my god! I love that about you. I, love I want that my about own Domino's Let franchise. Me tell you, you want to put on some weight? You date a girl that works for a, or in your case, a guy that works for a pizza delivery place <laughs> because they will be at your apartment, which uh-huh. I do not any longer live in an apartment, uh, every night with a fresh pie. Oh, nice. For you, of your choosing, mind you. Once they once they dial in what your favorite pie is, it's it's coming to you whether you want it or not. You know what? I've my dream has always been to open my own pizza place yeah. with a pub in it. We love should that. do that. I would love to do that. We should do like a horror themed pizza place. We got to wait till this COVID shit goes away. Oh my god! I just thought of that. We could make like horror themed pizzas and horror themed drinks. We'll get Cake Wolf involved. Oh my god! Let's do it. We're doing it. It's I'm going being down. serious. So am I. <laughs> okay. We get Crackhouse. House Matt involved. He's got the. Uh, oh, let's. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna get with you offline about that. But we got to wait till all this shit clears up. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was it on the horror news. Miss Monica, do you have anything for Kevin in Japan or Alan in Hueyton, Alabama? Thanks, guys. Love Thanks, you guys. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, let us know what you'd like us to do mm-hmm. in June. It's all yours, big guy. Hit us with a theme or just a list of uh, four or five movies that you'd like to hear us review. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry about the lady <laughs> smears herself in turds comments. <laughs> I know that I'm going to look that up right now as soon as we go to uh, break here. In the meantime, kiddo, we got to go live on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult. Yeah. And review the lesbian vampire killers. Oh, boy. I got a plan. Does it involve girls? Let's go hiking. What? Is one of the most depressingly shitty ideas for a holiday I've ever heard in my life, ever. Country air. Nothing like it. Smells like normal air with cow shit in it. What the chances? These girls are all going to the exact same cottage that we are. Yeah! Yeah! I love hiking. What was that? Vampires. 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 Nice one. Lesbian vampire. It's not too late to save your friends, this village, the entire world. You have to find Trudy. You like Trudy, don't you? I don't like it. I like it. You clown rappers fancy a piece of me then, do you? Bollocks. Let's fucking have it. Stand back. Christ! That thing is rock solid. Get in. Next time, he'll have me bummed by a big gay werewolf, I swear. That's right, inmates. We are talking about the lesbian vampire killers. Now, if you're watching this movie in the United States, the name was actually changed from lesbian vampire killers to just plain vampire killers. I don't think that was necessary because the lesbian aspect is played up in the film quite a bit. And it's stated quite literally in the film repeatedly that these are, in fact, lesbian vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, it plays into the whole mythology and backstory to the, of the movie. But we'll get into that in a second. Uh, this one came in at 5.1 stars, was directed by Phil Clayton and written by Stuart Williams. It stars Phil McGann, the James Corden Yay. of late night uh, talk show fame. Now, what is he the host of? Is it is it Late Late Show or um, the Late Show? The Late Show with uh, with his name, right? Yeah, he's he's got his he's got he's like a big deal. Now, yeah, this James and he Corden does guy. the ride along with all the superstars. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. They ride guy. along and sing he's a, a big song. Guy. Is that what they do? Uh huh. I'm a I'm a Jimmy Fallon man. He's myself. not a big guy. He's a big. He's, he's bigger. He's probably he, he's probably the biggest guy on late night. He's probably a big guy to you because he's probably mm, what do you think two, five seven and maybe two twenty two twenty. That's a stout young man, and that's probably because he's just short. I want to be in your guys's movie, Ryan. We will make that happen, my friend. We wow. made. I don't know if you saw it, but we made a previous movie. It's terrible. Don't watch it. <laughs> 
Um, but I'm going to make another one because, fuck, I got nothing better to do right now. So, uh, But we've got to wait for the virus to clear up. But also starring Mayanna Burring. Now, um, I'm going to apologize. What, you know what? I'm not going to apologize. I'm going to tell you straight up. This movie is pointed directly at lesbians. But bear in mind it was made in 2009. So... Uh, the current politically correct climate that we have today wasn't quite as astute as it was back then. So thus we have, um, I'm not going to say anti-lesbian sentiment in this movie, but there is some weird phallic stuff going on. And um, it may be construed as anti-lesbian sentiment. I'm just going to put that out there. And there, there's a lot of symbolism here, but we'll get to that in a second. Hmm. Does an appreciation of lesbian horror theme movies prove that one is not homophobic? Um, I hope so, because my appreciation of lesbian pornography would certain certainly uh, get me out of the homophobia range. I feel like that's just me. I love I love some girl on girl situations i I particularly like like an office situation where there's like a supervisor and a young intern (laughs) and we have to talk and blouses get unbuttoned you know what i'm talking about uh jim (laughs) all right anyway enough about the porno so we're gonna we're gonna jump right into this thing um have you guys seen i know you guys have seen seen uh shawn of the dead right um I don't want to call this movie a direct ripoff of Shaun of the Dead because there are some. Yeah, I mean we're talking about vampires instead of zombies, but it's a it it borrows quite a bit from Shaun of the Dead, and that's not necessarily saying that it's a bad thing, but and Dracula. Bear that in mind, okay? This is made to be a British comedy horror. So right off the bat, you're in Shaun of the Dead territory. And again, that doesn't mean it's a, it's a bad movie or that mm-hmm. it's like some kind of plagiarism. But again, we're going to borrow quite a bit because we're going to get a lot of the same British humor. Hi, Troy. We've got the same. Hey, Troy's in the house. Happy we're, late birthday. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Was, did Troy just have a birthday? Yeah. Hey, happy birthday, yeah. Troy. <laughs> um, we get a lot of the same dynamic because we have the same two underachievers uh involved and it's the same dynamic because we have the skinny white guy who just got broken up with uh i don't know why i had to say he was white i feel like the (laughs) fact that we're in a british horror comedy it goes without saying we have the same skinny guy that just got broken up with by with his girlfriend and the same fat loser who is there like as a comedic sidekick oh he was better looking than the skinny guy what skinny guy was ugly how dare you He no, was you ugly. Not. No, I don't. Dude, no. Okay, no. I'm going to disagree with you right there because once the skinny guy does this with his, oh hand, my god, what? <laughs> no, no, you do not. He's a big. Okay, all right. <laughs> Pay no attention to her. Um, how does this movie compare to Life Force? Well, Life Force. Life Force. <gasps> wow, Jim. Life Force. You can beat off to this one. The alien movie? Yeah. What? Wow, she gets you... naked. Oh, my. There is minimal. Okay. Well, good. then you can beat off to any movie, really, I that mean, has. What was that? Sorry to get off track. As oh, I've stated uh, before. Uh, uh, hold your breath. Was that the hot sex scene in Which the one? asylum? Hold your breath. Yeah. 
where they go, where you have to drive through the cemetery gate and hold your breath. Was oh, that one. was dumb. Yeah, yeah but the sex scene in there. It was, was that was a, a that was okay. That was a, yeah. That there was you all go. Right. You could do that one. Yeah. You say sex scene in asylum. I immediately jump to uh, Leatherface. Oh, the prequel. Where yeah. the, cra- the crazy broad had her, her oh. whole ba- uh, back burned up. All right, oh, we'll yeah. get, that's a whole other thing. That's a different podcast. We should, we should do a month of horror movies that we can beat off to. Oh, Poison Ivy. Oh. Ooh. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. All right, anyway. So, uh, again, I don't want to say that this movie is ripping off Shaun of the Dead, but there are some startling similarities. Um, so we'll mm-hmm. jump right in with a flashback. This movie actually opens with a flashback. We have a remote village somewhere in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the blood count Carmilla, who is a raging vampire lesbian. And she is turning all the young ladies in the village into lesbians. And she's also drinking their blood, which turns mm-hmm. them into vampires. And then we have the good Baron uh, McCafferty, I think was the last name, McCraggan, <laughs> Mc, Mc, Mc something. Uh, and he comes home and from the, the Crusades mm-hmm. and he finds that his fiance has been turned into a yes. lesbian vampire. So then he swears to, uh, uh, you know, destroy Carmilla. So mm-hmm. he gets his sword blessed with the Babylonian hex and uh, goes after Carmilla, slays her, but before she dies, she lays a curse on the village that says that every young lady uh, on her 18th birthday is going to immediately turn into a lesbian vampire. And that royally sucks. So that's how that starts. We get th- This little flashback, by the way, a lot of uh, medieval breast implants involved. And I'm a big fan of that because I like those... Those bustiers that they wear. Oh, yeah, I like those too. Uh At the Renaissance fairs. That's really the only reason to go to a Renaissance fair is to see the girls in the... I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to order a flag and a veil? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to cast some spells? Okay. You're going to get beat up in the parking lot is what's probably going to happen. So that's fun. Now we cut to present day. We're going to jump right into our protagonist, a young man by the name of Jimmy, who I think is fairly attractive. Monica doesn't like him. I don't understand why. Uh, He's being broken up with for the ninth time by his girlfriend, uh, Judy. (laughs) And we get a very weird conversation here. Now, I've been dumped once or twice in my day. Usually, it goes like, hey, um, you go that way. I'll go this way. That'll be the end of it. And I say, but, and then she's gone. And then that's the end of it. Judy lays down a pretty serious rap on Jimmy about, oh, I think that we are stronger apart, but we're still together. And he's like, so we're together? And she's like, no, I'm breaking up with you. And he's like, but you said that we are stronger together apart. And she's like, yeah, the apart being the <laughs> operative fa- phrase here. And he's like, I, so yeah. we're together or no, we're apart. Okay, but. She's like, I like us together, but apart, mm-hmm. which is confusing. I I think everybody watching the movie is confused by this. Needless to say, she's breaking up with him in a very weird way. Uh, so Jimmy's like, ah, shit, I just broke up with, uh, Ju- Judy just broke up with me. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to immediately cut to his best friend, Fletch, who's being fired from his job as a uh, young uh, a children's party clown for punching a child in the face. Now, a couple things about this scene. Number one, mm-hmm. um, the 
the party clown supervisor is a mysteriously hot chick, which I find to be very weird because I feel like she's very hot. She has a spacious office, yet she's managing party clowns. Okay, that's that's a little weird. Anyway, uh, she fires him for punching a kid in the face. Now, if you can get to the point of punching, if if at any point in your like your psyche the possibility of punching a, a kid in the face is a probability or even a possibility party clown shouldn't be part of your criteria it shouldn't even like that's not even on the menu is what i'm saying i don't know i'm just maybe i'm overthinking this anyway he gets fired mm-hmm. he's all bent by his mysteriously hot boss uh so now he's now they're both kind of on the skirts because jimmy has no girlfriend um uh, Fletch has no job and now they're at their local pub which is not the Winchester although it easily could have been. <laughs> are are we seeing the similarities here yet? And I'm not again we're following a formula and it's not a bad formula but it is a formula. It's something that has been laid out previously. They're at the pub and they're drinking and they're lamenting their oh I lost my job, I lost my girlfriend, she broke up with you, she's a bitch. You hated your job anyway. Who gives a shit? Let's have an adventure. Let's go somewhere new, and we're gonna we're gonna do something cool. It'll be totally unexpected. So they grab a dart and throw it at a map, and it lands on the little village of Cragwich, which I guess is somewhere in England. Now, a couple things before we get into Cragwich. When they throw the dart, we go into bullet time, and the dart goes. Boop, right onto, onto Cragwich. Okay, that might mean something, it might not, and it's fine. I don't really care. Again, we're following a formula. So uh, we're going to fast forward probably a day or two. Now, before mm-hmm. we get to them actually landing in Cragwich, we get another cutscene of Judy, Jimmy's ex-girlfriend, going to hook up with the guy that she was cheating on Jimmy with, um, a pretty handsome young man who is in the throes of banging another chick while she shows up. That looks exactly like, like Judy. Her. Yeah. Exactly yeah. like Judy. I would even argue to say not quite as hot as Judy because later on we're going to see Judy in her underwear and that's mm-hmm. a pretty that's that that's good business. This young lady looks more like a substitute teacher who went to Judy's school of dress and makeup because they look very similar so that's kind of weird uh he's like hey uh whoops uh hey you broke up with your boyfriend to me be with me permanently uh oh okay Mm -hmm. this is awkward and here comes lady number two and she's like you get the fuck out of here you crazy bitch and basically slams the door on judy Mm -hmm. judy immediately gets on the phone and she's like jimmy I love you so much. I, I, I realize I made a mistake. Oh, my God. Take me back. Now, at this point, Jimmy is already in Cragwich. Literally just got off the bus in Cragwich and is walking around the <clears> woods <throat> with uh, Fletch, mind you. Okay. So I'm a little confused on the timeline here because it felt like the trip from Jimmy's flat, which is on the first floor, by the way, to the boyfriend's house would have taken about 15 minutes. Yet in that time, Jimmy found the uh, time to not only go to the pub, not the Winchester, get hammered with Fletch, throw a dart at the map, go home, pack, get on the bus, 
and go to the village of Cragwich, which I felt like would have taken at least an afternoon. I don't know how far Cragwich was away from the pub or how long it would take them to pack. Uh, Fletch only brought like some a handful of condoms and some Cheetos. So obviously not long for him. But Jimmy showed up with like a, one of those roll-on uh, suitcase things. So somebody's prepared. All right, but let's not bog our okay. Let's not bog ourselves down in the details here. And again, we're following the formula. So they get off the bus and they're walking around the woods. And here comes Judy's phone call. Oh my god, I love you so much. And Jimmy's like, "What? I'm in the woods. I can't. I, yeah. What? Who? What? I can't hear you. You're gonna cut." And then Fletch grabs the phone and throws it on the ground and jumps up and down on it. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Look, man, she's a bitch. She broke up with you nine times. Mm-hmm. Nine times. And." uh you know, what are you even doing? You're fucking around and uh, you're wasting your time and her time and my time. So let's be here in the woods and let's walk around yeah. and uh, let's figure it out. So they're walking around. Eventually, they get to the village of Cragwich. Uh, if Guy Ritchie films, it can be done. If Guy, Ri- Guy Ritchie filmed this one? I don't think Guy Ritchie filmed this one, uh, Odd Mother. If Guy Ritchie films it, it can be done. Regardless. Um, they're walking. Oh, I see what she's saying. What is she saying? I think, I think, Natalie, you mean your his timeline? What you're saying? Right. Mm, And Guy Ritchie. Mm. I mean, he was married to Madonna. Poor guy. I I don't know what he was thinking. I love me some Guy Ritchie. Uh, Guy Ritchie rocks. Rock and Roller. Highly understated. Personally, my favorite film of Guy Ritchie's. Still haven't seen the sequel. I don't think there even is going to be one. But regardless, uh, they get finally to the village of Cragwich. And they're like miserable. And Fletch is giving him a bunch, bunch of shit because he thought he was going to get laid on this trip. And he's like, we're out in the fucking woods. And this is bullshit. We're going to some podunk town out in the middle of fucking England. And they get there. And before they can even get like past the sign that says, welcome to Cragwich, they come to like a weird pub. And out from the pub crawl well they don't crawl they walk uh four screaming hot young ladies now i'm not going to bog you down with the names and the backstories of these young ladies because let's be honest just say which one you like okay one, two or three uh, well, no, 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 no. i'm not going to number them okay this isn't a concentration camp well, monica I mean, well, no i mean like no 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 we have blonde we have brunette we have redhead, and then we have nerd. There's four of them, okay? Uh, it doesn't matter what their names are. Which and one was the nerd? The one with the glasses. Duh. Oh, I liked there the, was actually the, the last one? chick. Which one? The fourth, the last one that climbed over the fence. That was blonde, I think. Okay, yeah, I she liked had a, her. She was, had the lollipop? Yes. I like brunette myself, mm-hmm. but I'm, I've always been a, a... I've had a thing for brunettes. Anyway... Um, here they come. There's four of them. They're all hot. And we get that slow motion. What was the streaming on? Like to watch it. Uh, I have all the Guy Ritchie movies. Love him. I agree with you, Natalie. Where did we find this movie? I found this one on YouTube. I don't know where you found it. You can find the full version on YouTube. It's about 120 minutes long. Oh, I think I watched it on a Putlocker version. You can, you can do that too. Yeah. Uh, so regardless, here they come. It's slow mo- You get the slow motion shot of them hopping over the fence. Mm-hmm. One of them's got like a lollipop in her mouth, and the wind picks up all of a sudden. So they're all like, whoosh. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get the whoosh as they come over the fence, 
And uh, of course, uh, Jimmy and Fletch are there, and they're like, "Oh, look at those!" And suddenly, all that now, all of a sudden, Cragwitch is crawling with hot chicks. Is what we're getting at. So uh, they get into this busted ass VW van and go taking off down the road. They're like, "We got to get into that pub because it's that's where the action is." They walk in there now. Okay, you remember that scene in American Werewolf in London where David and Griffin Dunn walk into the uh, the slaughtered lamb for the first time? It's the exact same scene. They walk in there. It's a bunch of crusty old guys, and they're all half in the bag, <laughs> drinking beer. And the bartender is like this dirty old hunchback. He's like, Ehh. and they're like, oh shit, we we cl- we came into the wrong place. But they kind of <clears throat> stick it out for a second. They walk up and order a beer or a flagon of ale, as they put it. And uh, the bartender comes out. He's, he's a pretty nice guy. He's an old crusty guy. He's like, hey, these ones are on the house, guys. Uh, so they start drinking. And like five minutes after they sit down and actually start drinking, in runs a priest with his 18-year-old daughter. And he's mm-hmm. like, how many more people are we going to kill in this fucking county? What are you even doing? He's like roughhousing the bartender. And all the local locals are pretending not to see it. They're like, what are you fucking doing? We can't keep killing people. And uh, Jimmy and Fletch are like, what the fuck? Halfway through this little diatribe, the priest looks over at Jimmy and runs over to him. And he's like, you're back. You son of a bitch. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Jimmy's like, dude, I don't, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. And then the bartender like ushers the, the priest and his daughter out. His daughter, Rebecca, pretty hot. Supposedly just days past 18. So Fletch mm-hmm. heard that in the conversation. He's like, yeah. like this fat fuck is going to have anything, <laughs> any kind of a chance with the preacher's daughter. Anyway, <clears throat> so here comes uh, the bartender. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, fellas, I'm really sorry about that. That's our local preacher. He's a bit of a nutsack. Here's a grocery bag full of beer for you. Uh, do you guys need a uh, place to stay tonight by any mm-hmm. chance? And they're like, yeah, actually we do, and we're broke. So he's like, perfect. Um, there's a, a little cottage just about two miles down the road here. Yeah. Go out there, chill for the night. You're going to love it. Uh, don't worry about payment. Uh, fireplace, no mm-hmm. electricity, but that's okay. Um, you know, just go just go hang at the cottage. You can take off later. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mac Nez is in the house. Hi, Nez. What's up, Nez? Uh, so that's pretty cool. They're like, oh, that's great. And then just fleetingly, the bartender's like, oh, yeah, I just sent uh, a bus full of hot chicks out to that mm. same cabbage. Uh, what? <laughs> we got to go right now. So they grab their grocery bag full of beer and go hauling ass to the cabbage. The cabbage. The cabbage. I was like, did you just say cabbage? I've been saying cabbage all the time. It's a cottage. Cottage. They're not going to a cabbage. It is a cottage. I've been drinking. I don't know if you noticed that or not. What's up, rock star? Yeah, man. So uh, they go out to the cottage. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're going to cut to our young ladies who are in the busted ass VW van headed to the cottage. Uh, again, we have four of them. And their personalities are pretty much identical. Their names don't really matter. Uh, Just to give you a snapshot of how little these young ladies mean, one of them only says, yeah. That's that's all of her dialogue, the entire movie. Every now and then she'll just lean in and go, yeah. Which is kind of weird. I mean, I get it. These are supposed to be airheads and... You know, 
I guess they're gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna last too long, so it doesn't really matter what they have to say. Hi, Courtney. Uh, there is one chick that we need to be uh, particularly mindful of, and that's the nerd of the group. Uh, we know she's a nerd because she has glasses. So they get about halfway down the road to the uh, cottage, not the cabbage. The van breaks down. And they're like, oh, fucking shit. What are we going to do now? We're in the middle of this creepy forest. Uh, okay, now, again, not to nit- nitpick this apart, but they said the cottage was about two miles outside of town. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, it's now dark outside. So I would have to say that from the time the young ladies left to the, the point in which the van broke down, it has been at least a good, at least an hour because it's now dark. We're talking about two miles. Uh, did they get lost or did they? I don't know. And again, I don't mean to nitpick this. I'm just, These are just questions. And I've got some questions. It's. She's Verna. Velma. Velma. She's Velma. You're exactly right. <clears throat> and if you ask me, odd mother, Velma, easily the hottest of the Scooby gang. I actually, My daughter's name is Daphne, but uh, that's only because my wife wouldn't let me name her Velma. So there's that. I actually never brought up Velma. Anyway, <laughs> it, has to, it has to start with a D. It's a whole D thing. Anyway... Um, so that's, that's kind of weird. Not that I'm, uh, paying attention to these kind of details. So lo and behold, somehow the two guys to include one fat fuck have caught the van on foot and are now neck and neck with it at, so where, where did the van go? Where, did, where, where have these ladies just been driving hot laps around the village this whole time? I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to nitpick this. I'm just. I didn't even pay attention to that. I'm. These are questions. <laughs> Not to mention the van had at least a 20 minute head start on the fat guy walking, and now they've they've now caught up. Okay, I'm just saying a little bit of a continuity thing there. Uh, so they catch up. And they're like, "Hey, ladies, noticed your van broke down. Can we give you a hand?" And you're like, "Oh my god, yes!" Oh. <laughs> So uh, here, here they come with their grocery bag full of beer. The ladies let them into the van. And uh, Fletch is like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, we're trying to get to the weird cottage at the end of uh, out, outside the... Oh, my God, we're going there, too. Why don't you ride with us? Yay. So they get in, they get the van started, and away they go. Excellent. Now I'm I'm with you. I'm you know what? I don't want to I don't want to pick this movie apart. But these are some things that stood out to me. Okay. So they get to the cottage. The party continues. Uh, the ladies, of course, have weed. The guys have beer. Uh, we get one of those weird, um, you know, those those weird moments that happens a lot in movies where the the broken hearted young man looks at the uh, the the puritanical young lady, and they just kind of break, they make eye contact for a second. And the camera spots at, and we see them looking at each other. We know what's happening. Hmm. They're falling in love is oh, what's happening. A Monica. love connection. Oh, they're going to fall in love. <laughs> mm, they just met each other, and uh, they could both be psychos or drug addicts or you know, mm-hmm. uh, codependent types or spousal yeah. abusers. But, hey, mm-hmm. they made eye contact for two and a half seconds, so it's on. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And, again, I don't mean to pick this movie apart, but... Get to the uh, uh, cabin or cottage, whatever you want to call it. It's a creepy old cottage. It looks like something you would see in like an episode of What We Do in the Shadows or something like that. You know, they go in. Yeah. Now, 
All right. <laughs> they get to the cottage, and <clears throat> there's another problem that I have here. Uh, immediate, they go in, and the party starts. They bring their little boom box, and they're playing their poppy beats, and they're dancing. Fletch is having a great time. He's getting... Uh, he's mm-hmm. probably going to have sex with the chick that keeps saying, yeah, the brunette, which would have been my first pick also, by the way. Um, and uh, at one point, the blonde, not the nerd, but the other blonde says, I have to go to the bathroom. So the redhead says, oh, okay, Uh, I'll go with you. Now, the bathroom, and this is problem number two that I have. Okay, so the bathroom is actually an outhouse outside of the cabin. That part I understand. Mm -hmm. That indicates to me that there is no working plumbing in this cottage cabin situation. Okay, I get that. It's a creepy old place. I wouldn't expect there to be any working plumbing. But this is going to create a problem in a minute. Mm. So out they go to the uh, uh, outhouse, which is like a quarter mile away, apparently. Um, blonde goes in there, pops a squat. Very cool. Redhead is outside, like posted guard. Now we start getting like the mist swirling around. And there's like hot chicks in the mist. And whoa, what the fuck is going on? Redhead disappears. Uh, there's like a lot of banging on the outhouse. The blonde is like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, they stopped at Taco Bell on the way. Um, she opens up. She's like, hey, what's going on? Quit, quit fooling around. And then we see like the hot chick vampire pop up behind her in the outhouse. And she's like, oh. And then that's all we see of those two. Okay. Now, we've established that there's a curse on the village and that there's lesbian vampires about and that this could be a scary situation for any young ladies that might traverse into the village. And, you know, this is, this is, okay, so we're, these two are now out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to cut to inside the, uh, the cottage. Mm-hmm. Here comes one of the major problems I have with this movie. And again, I don't mean to nitpick it, but this one I felt was almost insulting to me. To, to me, as just somebody with like a minimal mm-hmm. power of observation. Uh, the, the brunette who keeps like saying, yeah, all the time, she's like, just hanging out, and then she goes, oh, and then the nerd is like, yeah, man, you stink, and she's like, yeah, and the nerd is like, you should probably go take a shower, yeah, okay, (laughs) we've just established that this cabin does not have working plumbing, yet all of a sudden we have not only a shower, but a hot shower. For this young lady to go upstairs and get naked and soap herself up in. Now, whatever. I don't care that this is a continuity problem. What I do care about is that we have a shower scene coming at us. Zero boobs involved in this. None. And I was really looking forward to seeing the brunette's boobs. We do not get to see them, despite the fact that she is in the shower, presumably naked. And all we get to see is from right about here, up. Now you piss me off, okay? Now I'm not fucking around anymore. What the hell is going on here? Now, I was willing to write off the incontinuity between the the outdoor plumbing and all of a sudden the hot shower, but you jipped me on the boobs, see? So now I'm zeroed in. Now I'm paying attention. Now I know what's really going on. And now I am angry. Ah! Okay, whatever. So we get a very Evil Dead situation where she's trying to take a shower. There's like that weird POV cam outside. And then uh, 
We think that she might have like freaked out because down drops a spider and she's like, oh, it's a spider. But then the spider just goes away and then she's like, Phew. but then something else crashes through the uh, the the window and then she gets taken out much like that. Hi, Daily. Oh, uh-oh. My parole officer is in the house. Uh, uh, I mean, the, I didn't want to see her boobs anyway, really. is I, didn't, I mean, who's looking at boobs? I don't want to see any boobs. <laughs> so uh, what happens is um, that now the brunette's out of the equation, but they hear the glass breaking, so everybody downstairs. At this point, we're down to the nerd, uh, Fletch, and uh, Jimmy. They go running upstairs. They're like, what the fuck happened? The brunette is gone. The window is broken, and there's like a little bit of blood on the windowsill. So Watch like, yourself, Daddy. Oh, shoot. hey, now, hey, I didn't. What You're are you talking get about? You're going to a spanking. Oh, hey, now, watch out there. She goes out. She's gone, man. So they run up there. They're like, what the fuck happened? They go running outside to try to find her, and they immediately get accosted by Blondie. Oh, yeah. And now they're like, hey, what are you doing, Blondie? I thought you were taking a shit in the woods. So they go taking off after her. Mm -hmm. What they stumble upon is a weird lesbian vampire, uh, misty, like writhing situation. And something about, I got to tell you right now, Mm -hmm. uh, as far as... Female vampires go in this movie. There is a shit ton of writhing going on. Mm. I get it. We saw a little bit of uh, a little bit of it in Bram Stoker's Dracula, but we get a triple scoop of it in this movie. It's just a lot of. Ah, hey, ah. I don't know if they're like hot for each other or if like <laughs> their back their back hurts and they're trying to. They're horny, I guess. But surprisingly, very little girl-on-girl action in this movie. It's like a lot, like every now and then they'll like look at each other and do like... (sighs) They were probably just like... What did what do, I, I mean, can't even explain it. I don't, it. I don't know no either. I mean, it was steamy. There was a lot of like steam flying around, and they they were all hot. They had like uh, nightgowns on and stuff like. They look like female, <laughs> like you would expect female vampires to look like. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know what I don't know what they're going for. But this is what they stumble on, and there's like one chick, and she's like, ah, get me in the neck here. And there's like two other chicks, like kind of like grinding on her in a weird way with the mist and all that, mm-hmm. uh, and they're like. The, the nerd chick is like, those are lesbian vampires. Uh, we, my group and I, were students at the university. We came here to study the local folklore. And this village is supposed to be haunted by the curse of Carmilla, the lesbian vampire goddess. And that's that's what we were looking for right there is the, the lesbian vampires. We just found them. And I think she turned my friends into lesbian mm-hmm. vampires also. Yes. So they're like... Well, Fletch is like, well, that's kind of hot. And Jimmy's like, well, yeah, it is, actually. And she's like, no, we got to get out of here before they turn us into lesbian vampires. Yeah, Courtney, not uh, not quite X-rated. Uh, no. Far from it. It would be better if we went in that direction, Courtney. So I'm sure there's like a, a different version of this uh, situation on X videos or something <laughs> like that. I would appreciate a link to it, Courtney, if you could find one for me. I would... Definitely check that out. Uh, so they're running back to the to the cottage, uh, and this is where things get kind of dumb because Redhead pops up and she's like, "I'm a fucking lesbian vampire," uh, and then Fletch kills her. Okay, so for the purposes of this movie, 
I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking <clears throat> a vampire gets killed, um, maybe like bursts into flames mm. or possibly uh, just withers away real fast. We've seen that in other movies. Mm. Or, um, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways that vampires... Or uh, from dusk till dawn when they just explode. Mm-hmm. Um, what what you get when you when you kill one of these vampires is um, it's a it's a it's a it's a facial mm. is what it is they 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 uh, they throw uh, yogurt all over your face is basically what happens I, for lack of a better description I mean that's you you kill them and then white jizz flies out of them and it lands all over your face and your camping equipment right am I wrong. Is that supposed to be their orgasm? I feel I, I feel like that I was some kind know. of a like a phallic thing, you know, for the the anti-lesbian <sighs> movement in 2009, which I by the way do not support. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't get it, man. I, no, I don't support the anti-lesbian movement. <gasps> I'm all for lesbians. Killer cats from outer space. Okay, <laughs> I don't I don't know what that is. Hey, Damon's in the house. What's up, Damon? Courtney, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of weird, right? You kill a vampire and you get a jizz facial mm. in this movie. Now, okay, I mean, we've seen worse. They don't sparkle, at least, like they did in Twilight, right? We got that going for us. Except that once they get back to the cabin, Blondie shows up. And this this part kind of pissed me off a little bit. Uh, Blondie shows up. Uh, and she's like, hey, I'm a vampire. I'm going to turn you into a lesbian vampire. Ah. Fletch <laughs> runs inside the cabin, comes back out with a frying pan, yeah. hits Blondie over the head with it. Her head rolls off, and the jizz explosion comes out of her neck. So really, all you need to kill these vampires is a frying pan. Okay? And when you do kill them, uh, you, what you get is a jizz explosion. Which is probably going to land on your face. Now, let's not... Okay, let's not pick this movie apart. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the guy that takes a big fat dump all over lesbian vampires. But I feel like um, there's a lot of symbolism here and a lot of things that... uh, I I don't know. I just didn't find... Did you find that funny? No. I feel like when you kill a lesbian... I was like, vampire. since when can you kill a vampire with a, with a frying pan frying to the head? To the head, really? It's is it lesbian yogurt? It could be clay. I don't <laughs> I don't know the sexual proclivities of the yogurt. I don't even know. It might have actually been semen coming out of the, out of these young ladies. Um, hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know what 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 direction we're going with this. Okay, so anyway, they run back inside, uh, and this begins our siege narrative because we have. Uh, Jimmy, we have uh, the nerd, and we have Fletch in the cabin, and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to barricade. This place can be great. Now we're going to cut to Judy, Jimmy's ex-girlfriend, who has been trying to track Jimmy down, mm-hmm. somehow zeroed in on his location in the uh, village of Cragwich, which is funny because at no point during the previous phone conversation did he mention Cragwich or where he was or really anything at all before... Uh, Fletch grabbed the phone and started jumping up and down on it. Maybe she traced the phone. With a penis sword. I'm going to get to the penis sword in a second here, uh, Odd Mother. I'll give you that. Maybe she pinged she, the phone. Maybe she's like a police and, officer and or yeah, FBI agent. I don't know. I would find out where the ping was and sure. 
that you were on a bus and where was that bus going to? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're a bit of a psycho. I am a stalker, but that's a different story. <laughs> I'm, she's fine. She's safe for the most part. Uh, so <laughs> she, Judy is now in the village of Cragwich uh, running around trying to find Jimmy. She's went to the pub, and the pub, uh, the crusty old guy's like, yeah, I sent him down there. He's a bunch of hot chicks. He's going to go to the cabin there. So she's now on her way to the cabin. She gets about, again, about as halfway as far as the, the busted up van did, and then her car breaks down. And oh. she's now walking around her car, oh, what the fuck Very am I going to do? Yeah, funny how whenever a hot chick's, chick drives to the cabin, their car breaks down halfway through. Yeah, there through. must be like a... A barrier, Yes, right there. All totally. cars stop. Yeah. You have to walk so they From can kill you. From that point forward, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So she now shows up at the cabin, and she's like, oh, my God. And Jimmy's like, Judy, what are you doing here? Come on in. There's fucking vampires out there. Where do you find these movies? Uh, These ones were recommended by our own odd mother, Courtney. Yeah, Courtney. So you can blame her for this. And if you want to pick us movies, you can. $5 donation, Mm -hmm. paddedroompodcast.com. You can have the month of July. It's wide open for your uh, viewing and listening pleasure. Uh, I will do. I'm trying my hardest not to shit on this movie, and whatever movies you pick, I will try just as hard not to shit on them also. So, regardless, Judy shows up at the cabin. She's mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, Jimmy, I love you so much. Please let me in." He's like, "Yeah, get in here, man. There's fucking vampires out there." Mm-hmm. She goes in there. Uh, they start making out. The nerd is like, "Oh god, I was just gonna bang Jimmy." Uh, I'm a virgin, by the way. I was saving myself. So Fletch is hearing this, and he's like, oh, you're a virgin, huh? Yeah, let me get, break out my handful of condoms here. I'm a big fat fuck, by the way, so here you go. Uh, like, that's going to turn her on or something. Uh, so Judy's like, come on, Jimmy, let's go upstairs and talk about it. I got to tell you, Judy in her underwear, I like that. Judy had a pretty nice body on her. Um <laughs> She's a bit of a bitch, though, because obviously cheating on Jimmy and, uh, you know, with the whole back and forth, break up with you, take you back thing. Mm -hmm. So regardless, they go upstairs. uh, She gets into her underwear. About this time, uh, Fletch is striking out with the nerd chick. So he's like, Mm. you know what? I'm going to go check on Jimmy real quick. Spots the vampire action because Judy pops the fangs and she's like, I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. So Fletch runs in and hits her in the head with an axe, mm-hmm. causes a, a like a hatchet wound, in which, of course, Jizz also shoots out of Judy's head. Yeah. A nice bukkake all over the room. It's beautiful. Uh, Jimmy's like, oh, God, you're a fucking vampire, too. So he grabs the axe and finishes Judy off, mm-hmm. which then nerd girl sees that, and she's like, oh, my God, you're single again. Mm. <laughs> Look at you killing your girlfriend. Yeah, never mind about Ooh. that. I mean, I'm sure she was a vampire and stuff, but uh, you are single and ready to mingle. <laughs> so they're falling in love. Fletch is like, well, you just cock-blocked me, you motherfucker. How dare you kill your girlfriend in front of the chick that I was trying to bang? So he's like, I'm going to go take a piss. <sighs> Fletch goes walking outside, mm-hmm. thinking he's going to give him uh, Jimmy and... Um, Nerd girl, a chance to bang, which is, you know, a, a solid bro move. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Fletch isn't really paying attention to the whole situation because once he gets outside, he realizes, oh, fuck. Yeah. Lesbian vampires, I'm about to get eaten. He goes running back inside. Uh, Jimmy and the nerd girl are up there having uh, like a tender moment. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of lesbian vampires show up at the front door. 
Yes. And oh, they're, God. They're like, ah. And Fletch is like, well, you're vampires, so as long as I don't invite you in, then we're good to go. We just have to wait for daylight. As long as I don't say, hey, vampires, why don't you come on in? Which, of course, he just said. So now they, have, <sighs> they can just walk right into the fucking cabin. So they come walking in, and now we have, like, that pretty much ends our siege narrative. So in they come. Uh, they actually take Jimmy and the, the nerd chick mm-hmm. and disappear. Fletch is now on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was trying, oddly enough, he was trying to beat off in the bathroom. <laughs> in runs the preacher, which is kind of a weird situation, and saves him from another hot vampire chick. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to beat off. He's like, the, the lesbians, you're, a, yeah. you're sitting right now, you son of a bitch. He's like, oh, what? <laughs> hey, sorry. Oh, I don't, I'm uh, just going to, you know, when in Rome, I guess. Um, so now we have a weird, like, uh, buddy cop situation between the preacher who was previously yelling at everybody and Fletch, Mm -hmm. the loser. And they've now got to go save, uh, nerd girl and Jimmy who are about to be sacrificed to resurrect Carmilla. And, uh, this is where we find out they take him to Carmilla's tomb, which is way out in the middle of the fucking forest there, strap him up. Take Jimmy's shirt off, and he's got like a birthmark, which looks like scratch marks across his chest, which means that he's actually the last descendant of the Baron that was mentioned in the um, flashback at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So everybody, oh, you're the one, you're the chosen one, oh. And then uh, cut to Fletch and the preacher, and he's like, hey, man, did your uh, uh, friend there have like a birthmark? He's like, yeah, okay, he's the fucking, the, he's the, the prophesied savior of the village. Now, the preacher, as you'll remember, had an 18-year-old daughter who's back at home. And he's constantly got to go back to check on her to make sure she doesn't get lesbianized or vampirized or lesbian vampirized by the hot chicks of the village. So uh, the plan via the preacher in uh, Fletch is to go to the Baron's tomb where we have to dig up the Baron, find the sacred sword that was uh, blessed by the Babylonian whatever Mm. and get that because that's the only thing that's going to go kill the vampire countess of lesbians. And that's what we got to do, man. Mm -hmm. We got to lock that in. We got to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Monica? Yeah. It's a... a Do or die situation. Do or die situation. You got to believe in yourself. So they go to the graveyard. (laughs) They're listening to like Christian rock the whole way there. It's kind of weird. Uh, they go to pry open the tomb. Uh, the preacher can't get it open. So he's like, Fletch, you got to do this. I'm going to go check on my daughter because I'm pretty sure she's going to turn into a lesbian vampire. He goes hauling ass back to the village. Uh, Fletch is like, I can't get this fucking thing open. Uh, while we're at the village, we see the le- the daughter. She's got like plain white eyes. She does that. Snap the, eye- the eyes open. Move. <sighs> oh, what's going on? Preacher's like, okay, great. Uh, now, before the preacher can get back to help Fletch, the daughter gets there before the preacher does and is now, of course, a lesbian vampire because she's officially 18. Mm-hmm. So she attacks Fletch. Fletch is like, hey, but hey, now stabs mm. her in the, the chest and, of course, the jizz explosion and all that. Mm. Preacher shows up. He's like, hey, man, you get that coffin open yet? And he's like, no, I can't. I tried. I can't do it. So he gets the coffin open, sends Fletch down there to get the sword, this part I thought was particularly stupid because... That is not true. What's happened? <laughs> Goes lesbian after a few tequila shots. I've got some tequila right out there in my kitchen. It has to be the right girl. The right girl? I know some girls. I can get, I can have them over here in no time. 
Uh, parole officer, I will get with you on that and my lady friends. Uh, so he goes down into the um, the crypt and he just starts laughing. This part I thought was pretty stupid because the uh, handle of the sword resembles a penis. Now, it does, it's not like a full-on cock. It just vaguely resembles a penis. I was like... Is it, is it that funny? What are you, 12? Is it really that? It's not even that. And then when he pulls the sword out. It's just ridiculous. It doesn't even it look doesn't. like a penis that much. It looks like the fucking handle of a sword. What are you doing, dude? I know. You're supposed, you're, your friends' lives are on the line and you're having a having a laugh about the, all right, you're, you're an adolescent is what you are. So he gets the sword out and then we do get kind of a funny scene after he gets the sword out where he's like, are you talking to me? He's like practicing with the sword come on cock sword ha, 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 ha. i did get a chuckle out of that i thought that was pretty funny him practicing with the sword look he knows which girl i like the girl from the horror australian horror movie what which australia oh yes she's got the most beautiful freaking arms in the whole fucking world no you're thinking is he thinking of uh high tension yes that yes, was the, uh, I love her. Parole officer, that was actually French. And I will tell you that I know a female police officer who probably has a better body than uh the high tension chick. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll message you after the show. We'll make this happen. Anyway, she's a uh, if you know a uh, thing. Anyway, um so he gets out, he's got the sword, and they're like, Okay, they're probably gonna sacrifice your friend to the uh the blood count. We got to get to the blood counts tomb before uh, the stroke of midnight because that's when they got to sacrifice them. So let's go over there and save them. So they they're driving over there. Um, Ed or I keep wanting to call him Ed because that's what the character in Shaun of the Dead Fletch is like filling up his condoms with holy water. He's getting all tied off and ready to go. And then uh, they get to the coffin and now they're having like the full on lesbian. The um, nerd chick is like. Hey, Jimmy, I think you're pretty hot. I think we could have been together. And Jimmy's like, oh, my God, I thought you were hot, too. And she's like, I've never been with a man before. And he's like, I'll bang you. (laughs) So the the, the romance is solidifying, despite the fact that they're both strapped down to these tombs and they're about to be sacrificed to a blood countess, Mm -hmm. which is all well and good. Uh, The preacher and... uh, the uh, flats show up mm-hmm. just in a nick of time because they cut them both open. Their blood swirls into like a weird vortex in which the blood countess's uh, carcass is like raising, raising through the blood like she's going to resuscitate. And mm-hmm. then uh, here comes uh, Fletch and the, the preacher. Uh, the preacher is like, hey, I got my crossbow. Oh, whoops. I never actually fired it before. It doesn't actually work. <laughs> So the lesbians are like, we're going to get you. And then Fletch is like, oh, shit, I left the sword back on the car. Oh. So luckily, the preacher like puts his cross on the, the two tombs, which mm-hmm. releases the, the um, I guess, the roots or whatever it was that was holding uh, our two hostages in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nerd chick goes running this way. Jimmy goes running that way, which leads him to... Um, uh, the preacher and Fletch, and they're like, hey, man, we're here to save your ass, so congratulations on that. A uh, lot of fighting, a lot of, like, vampire, like, a whole lot of jizz as the vampires get killed. The bright, the white smegma is just <laughs> flying and hitting the trees everywhere. It's disgusting. It's like a weird Asian porno situation. Um, so that's pretty gnarly. 
they get to fucking around, and then eventually the the nerd chick kicks the shit out of the Baron's uh, fiance, who was like one of the original vampires. Now, luckily, at this point, Carmilla hasn't fully resurrected yet, mm. but she does very quickly, and mm-hmm. she's got like hair horns, which I thought was a nice touch. The hair horns that like it's like a weird wire hanger thing that come out. And they make it look like she's some kind of a demon, I felt like. You didn't get that? Yes, she did. A little bit. A little. I thought she was hot with the hair. You, no, you're not. No, I'm trying to think of what movie it almost felt like. Vamp. Mm. I felt like a vamp. Not the not Grace Jones's character. Or not vamp. I'm thinking of um, Fright Night 2. Yes. Yes, with yes. that chick. Because she was pretty hot, too. Uh, but she had like a whole harem of people that followed her around anyway mm-hmm. uh so big battle needless to say eventually uh jimmy gets his hands on the the cock sword and he starts killing the vampires mm-hmm. he throws it as uh carmilla has got fletch in one hand and um uh the nerd girl in the other hand and she's like choking them both out uh the sword goes through her the mm-hmm. hilt actually pulls her heart through her out of the back yeah. just as the sun's coming up which uh, releases the curse and kills her. And then all the lesbians go back to being mortals. And I mean, they're still lesbians, but now they're mortal lesbians. Mm-hmm. So they're not vampires anymore, which means they just want to have sex with each other, which is something I'm a fan of. Mm. And uh, after that, they, then we get like them hopping back into the preacher's um, uh, station wagon. And they're like, hey, there's more lesbian vampires out there and we should go kill them. And they're like, okay, let's do it. And I think, I don't know. I don't know if they were hoping for a sequel or something, or these three knuckleheads are going to be the Scooby gang of vampire killers. Uh, It's very anti-lesbian sentiment, (laughs) and I don't feel that that was necessary at all. So there's Hmm. that. Late, late horror shows in the house. What's up, guys? Hi, guys. Lesbian vampire killers. Yeah. Have you seen it? Um, so what were your thoughts on lesbian vampire killers, Monica? <laughs> it's, uh, I don't even know what, what to think. Um, I, like I told you earlier, I did feel like the opening scene was from Dracula. Which, oh, the flashback? Yeah. Yeah. Where she's doing the talking and yeah. the curse. Yeah, of course. And then, uh, Shaun of the Dead. That was a very lengthy curse, by the way. She yeah. went on for like 20 yeah. minutes. Your daughters and your daughters, 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 and your daughters, 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 daughters. <laughs> I think they were mocking cursed. the movie. Well, uh, clearly. And I mean, it's supposed to be a comedy. I The part that I could not stand was every time the lesbian vampires showed up. All the writhing. The mist. Yeah, And the, the light in the background. There's a lot of writhing. And all the see-through, the clothes. I'm like. Oh, it's, God, here we go again. Uh, no. And the fog machine. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If, uh, vamp- if if lesbians actually did that and looked like that, I would be a huge fan of lesbians. <laughs> you would see me at the gay bar every night, as if you don't already. <laughs> Wow, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, how about Hammer Horror Twins of Evil? Gotta love Hammer Girls. That was a good show. Uh, late, late horror show. Twins of Evil. You remember that one? 
with the two twin daughters, and one of them. Uh, oh, one was uh, screaming hot. They both posed for Playboy, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that movie. Screaming hot, mm-hmm. those two. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it had some very funny moments. Uh, odd mother. Um, there was a, a lot of adolescent humor in it. Um, I think James Corden was probably the highlight of this whole movie. Just him and his, I, I agree. his antics. It was almost like Tucker and Dale, too. It's a fun, underrated movie. I would say... Um, I don't think it's quite on Tucker and Dale level with the comedy. Well, no, was, not on the comedy, but I think because you had the fat guy and the skinny guy. The yeah. fat guy was the funny guy, once again. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with Shaun of the Dead. Exactly. And I felt like this one borrowed a lot from mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Same dy- same dynamic between the two losers. Um, same heartbreaking of the, the, the underachiever, which is fine. Um, what just, was the movie that we watched? Which where, one? Where the guys, where, where seven or eight guys got on the bus and went to another London town where they heard there were women outnumbered the men, but they turned into zombies. Turned into zombies? Yeah, the women were zombies in the town. Um, and the guys went there thinking they could hook up. I was thinking of Hostel until you said zombies. No, no, no. We watched this movie. Huh. Yeah. I'm if anybody a blank. knows that movie. The women were zombies. Uh-huh. It was another British movie. Dark oh, and gray and gloomy. Oh god, with the British I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> uh this this is week 2 of Great Britain <laughs> horror here in the padded room. Britain looks miserable. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, it's cloudy as shit. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody just walks around. Your girlfriend breaks up with you to go nail some other dude. And Super then, white. Soup pasty. Pasty mm-hmm. over there. Bad teeth. Fucking yeah, bad teeth. Bad teeth. That's another thing, man. <laughs> Not as pronounced as it was in Colin, but still, there was some bad teeth in this one. The, uh, what's her, another, another problem I had with this movie, and I'm sorry, uh, but... Um, did you notice the accents on the on the hot chicks? They just kind of came and went. Like the nerd oh, chick really? had a Fran- yeah, the nerd chick had like a French accent for a minute, and then it went away, and then she had like a Brit- back to British, and then that went away, and then it kind of went to like an Eastern European thing. She was all over the place with the accent, dude. Oh, see, I thought the the nerd chick was like Australian at she first. Been. I was like, hmm. with her with her accent, it was. All- <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, dude. What just. Okay, I didn't even really pay attention okay, to if, that part. If English is your second language, then that young lady should be <laughs> playing the chick that only says yeah. Which one came first, Tucker and Dale or Lesbian Vampire Killers? Um, Lesbian Vampire Killers came out in 2009. Uh-huh. I think Tucker and Dale came about, came about the same time. Same time. time. Yeah. Uh, Tucker and Dale much better than Lesbian Vampire mm. Killers, Richard, in my opinion. But Dracula first. Right. Well, I mean, and if, then oh, Shaun of the Dead. Well, are we talking about horror comedies? Well, the years, so the, these people could have oh, taken. Dra- yeah, Dra- taken Dracula from it. was 1992, so that clearly came out first. And I think they set the lesbian vampire template with the hot chicks on this one. Mm. With the that, <clears throat> dude, what's up with the writhing, man? I mean, I get it. You're lesbians and you're hot for each other. Either have sex or don't have sex. Don't just keep. <sighs> well don't vampires do that when they can't touch you yet why wouldn't they be able to touch you i don't know either fucking 
I don't know, suck my dick or don't. But I thought don't just they stand could just grab that. you anywhere. That's what I'm saying. If you want to bite me, then bite me. Don't just stand there acting like you're going to bite me. Mm. Or bite each other if that's what you're into. I don't care. Mm. But with, with the writhing, it's like uh, that scene in um, Hellbound Heart. You know what I'm saying? Where Frank is in his hell and he's a horny prick, obviously. So they keep rolling out the hot chicks. Oh, yeah. They keep rolling out the hot chicks with the sheets Mm. on them and they're all writhing around. Oh, come fuck me. Come fuck me. And then he pulls the sheet off and they're gone. That's Mm -hmm. what these broads are doing. (laughs) Oh, come fuck me. Come fuck me. Oh, I'm a lesbian. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, how dare you, man? Look at me. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do with you. So, really, I mean, if you think about it, the two dudes in this situation, Uh they had nothing to worry about, really. Yeah. I mean, they might have got killed, right? Or drained dry, but they're not going to be vampires because they're not uh, ladies and they're not lesbians. So, Hmm. yeah, they didn't have to worry. No problemo for those guys. Mm. And one of them's a big fat guy, too. So, what is that? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. That's a that's a situation there. One of them is a pretty attractive young man. The other one, not not so much. Could do a sit up or two or oh have a salad. God. I'm just saying. That's a that's that's a thing. That's a thing in the movie. And just like they're lesbians, it's also a thing. Hi, Teresa. Teresa's in the house. What's up, Teresa? All right, that was uh, Lesbian Vampire Killers. Uh, you can find this one on YouTube if you mm-hmm. want to check it out. There is some nudity involved. Don't uh, Well, you could probably watch this one in front of your kids as long as they don't read too much into the jizz stuff because there's a lot of it. Um, Monica, yes or no? How many skulls would you give this on the skullometer? Two. Two out of five? Two. <laughs> I'm going to go three out of five. All right, you got some pretty nice boobies. Some of the humor hit home. I thought uh, there was some, I got some chuckles out of it. Um, not very scary at all. In fact, it's, uh, there's a. It's like hocus pocus there's to a, me. There's a, there's a lot of things that don't add up. Like the, the shower in the cottage, which clearly is not supposed to have indoor plumbing. And again, I'm not nitpicking this. I'm just saying, <laughs> as a guy watching the movie, you're going, they got to walk a quarter mile outside of the, the cabin to take a shit. But there's a hot shower right upstairs. <laughs> How the fuck does that work? That's just something that I mean. Hmm. That's just something. That's a question that's gonna you're gonna think of while you're watching this. All right. I don't want to shit on this movie anymore. I'm sorry if I did, Odd Mother, but uh, I just had some questions. That's all. It's just a few questions. Just going to put that out there. Anyway, thank you guys very much for joining us. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com is where you can find us. All of our subsidiary shows, we have all kinds of programming over there for your listening enjoyment. Uh, This is actually a small portion of our actual podcast. It's going to be available for download probably in about two hours from now Mm -hmm. uh, over at PaddedRoomPodcast.com, available on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you might find a podcast, is you'll find us there also. In the meantime, uh, I think we're going to take us a little break and we'll come Mm -hmm. back with some other stuff. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. It's
like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Monica. Yes. We're back. We're back. Hey, man. Um, I feel like if I'm going to meet my untimely demise, yes. lesbian vampires is a pretty good way for me to go. Oh, okay. You know, I don't want to die. I don't want to get hit by a car. Hmm. You know, I've always said uh, if I die of cancer yeah. or if I die of, um, I don't know, pneumonia uh-huh. or something like that, I, I did it right. That's oh. I wouldn't mind dying by those means. No. Uh, if, on the other hand, I get shot in the head or I'm burned alive, then I did it wrong. That's oh. not how I want to die. Okay. So I'll take... <laughs> 
Cancer. <laughs> if I have to do like a power rankings, I'll take lesbian vampires first, <laughs> then cancer, then pneumonia. Okay. Uh, I I'm not going to die of COVID nineteen. There's no fucking way. I run too much. There's no way I'm going to do that. But uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take that. You know, um, or if um, what's her name Trash from uh-huh. uh, Revenge of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. If if she's the one, and but she's got to be in the zombie with the naked. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that too. All right. You know, I'll find her. I'll come looking for her. She'll be running across the cemetery trying to get away from me. Yeah. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me, miss. Miss. I see. I know you're dead. You just come, I just want to talk to you. Anyway, man. What you, that's, you know, it's all. I could, as a, as a heterosexual dude, uh-huh. get, now, knowing my luck, the, the lesbian vampires that I would get would be the ones that you find hanging out at Home Depot. You know what I'm saying? The big girthy ones with yeah. the flannel shirts on. They want to talk about, uh, you know, different power stroke engines and things like that. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I don't want those ones. I yeah. Want, I want the ones that writhe in the <laughs> nightgowns with the mist and the hair and stuff. So I don't know if there's like a, a differentiating class or something, but those ones, yes. Home Depot ones, not so much. You know what? If you think about it, this movie could technically be racist. Uh, homophobic, I would say. Well, racist against uh, lesbian women that look like men because they should none. have as, yeah. they should have put one in there. They ben, should have all been that was girthy. like a dude. Yeah, with like tat- yeah, like tattoos. How dare you, movie? Those are clearly not uh, authentic <laughs> lesbians, my dear. Yeah. So th- those were more like the bi curious type, I would say. <laughs> all right, man, we got a uh, a horror show to get into here, kiddo. Yeah. Did you watch this week's episode of Blood Ride? Uh, which one was it? This one would be uh. I believe it's episode six. It's entitled Elephant in the Room. I forget which ones these were. I watched them all. I just have to be reminded. I know you did. What you, <laughs> you, what you fucking bitch, what you did was you marathoned them at the beginning. When I said we're going to do this, you watched them all, and now you have no idea what we're talking about most of the time. No, I do know if you just Yeah, I do just got to bring you up to speed on what the hell's going on. My so, mind is full of movies. Because you watched them all three months ago. Episode 5, entitled The Elephant in the Room, Monica, is what it's called. It's the one with the office party. Oh! Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, the office party, and she's wearing the bunny outfit. Uh, there is a bunny outfit. Yes, involved. okay, yeah. Yes. So, it's, it's kind of silly, man. And it kind of... The, the, I know I say this every week, but this is the problem, and I actually said it at the beginning of this episode, is that's the problem that we encounter when we try to incorporate a full horror story into 30 minutes, is that you have to fully encapsulate all the horror, plus the build-up, plus the suspense, plus Mm -hmm. the character development, into 30 tight minutes. It's a very difficult thing to do. And uh, sometimes they do it well, sometimes they don't do it very well at all. Mm-hmm. The problem with Blood Ride is that it is a, um, I guess I guess you'd call it a PG horror anthology, right? It's well, Norwegian. Yeah. And I feel, I, I know I've said this before, but I feel like it could air on an ABC or a CBS. Mm. No blood. I mean, very little blood. Boobs, none. Uh, <laughs> not even any cussing in English that I know of. <laughs> So what we have here is an office party in which two new hires are going to unravel the uh, the mystery of a previous employee's uh, hospitalization and possibly suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they kind of telegraph the ending. Am I the only one that noticed that the elephant or whomever was in the elephant costume in the beginning was much taller than his female counterpart? Yes. And towards <laughs> the end became much shorter than said female. Yes. That's when that's when I zeroed in on it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm I don't mean to ruin this for anybody if you haven't seen it, but it's noticeable, man. And that's the kind of thing that uh, that that horror fans will pick up on. Yeah. Especially when we notice that said elephant costumee is no longer removing the mask. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the backstory about the employee that may have been bullied into her own suicide attempt and her face was unrecognizable. And the antics of the person in the elephant costume get worse and worse as the night goes on. Uh-huh. Which, uh, of course... Uh, uh, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but there is possibly murder involved towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, not the worst thing I've ever seen, but I feel like this would, would make a nice uh, family horror oh. anthology. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, I mean, there's nothing that scary about it. No. And there's nothing that gruesome or unsettling about it. There's no boobs. There's no sex. So Yeah, this was just like a little mystery. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And these two knucklehead new hires that think that within the course of their office uh, uh, party, they're going to unravel the mystery of the the missing employee. Yes. Which I thought was pretty silly because Mm. within the space of two hours, they're like questioning witnesses and doing detective work and breaking into offices and uh, possibly falling in love with each other Uh and all this fun stuff. Yeah. Let me tell you what really goes on at an office party. (laughs) Let me... uh, me, My friend... Uh-huh. Before I, I, I've been working at the job that I work at now for almost 20 years now. But uh-huh. before that, I bounced around the various resort properties. Oh, in Reno. I can imagine. And there are Christmas parties. Uh-huh. Two things were going to happen. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm getting laid. Mm-hmm. Tell you that right now. Somebody's going to come creeping out of the woodwork. Number two, things are going to be very awkward mm-hmm. the next day at work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can see that happening. What's not going to happen is mm-hmm. me uh, trying to unravel a mystery about some employee that I never met. Yeah. Because I'm going to have a couple shots, a couple of beers. <laughs> You're going to forget all about it. And then it's going down with somebody uh-huh. possibly in a janitorial closet. Yeah. <laughs> so if if I play my cards right. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> that was Blood Ride, kids. Uh, check it out on Netflix. It's worth a watch. Uh, half hour a piece, man. Who gives a shit? You got a half hour to kill? Yeah. Put it on. It's fucking, what is it? Uh, Norwegian, I think? Yes, it is. Norwegian. So there's that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not quite up to our level of horror just yet. Although those, uh, mm-hmm. what was that? Girl in the dragon with the dra- dragon tattoo? Oh. Those were pretty good. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was Norwegian. I think. Could be Swedish or something, some Scandinavian thing. Hmm. Uh, In the meantime, kiddos, uh, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment we like to call, What Are You Looking At? Uh, We only watched pirate movies this week. I don't know if you picked up on that or not. What are you looking at? I only got to watch one movie. I stumbled upon it completely by accident, Mm -hmm. sort of. More mistake, really. I See You from 2019. Uh I was looking for the new one with Helen Hunt. What I got was this one instead. It's a found footage uh, movie about a guy that uh, got dumped by his ex-girlfriend and is now stalking her. 
And we find out at the end that, uh, well, it takes a violent turn. Oh. And um, his roommate is involved. I'm not going to ruin this for you. It's not that great. Okay. It's uh, pretty hokey, actually. Hmm. Skip this one. Try to find the one with Helen Hunt. I heard good things about that one. Okay. What do you got, kiddo? Uh, Well, (laughs) I went on the soft side first. I watched uh, a true story movie called I Still Believe. Okay. Um, Oh, God. After watching this, I realized that if... I have cancer. I don't want to know that I'm going to die. Like it's, I, I agree with you. If it if it's done and you can't help me, don't fucking tell me. I because how do you live like that? Do you tell your family? I say nay. I say no too. I don't want them tiptoeing around me. No, or any of that shit. No, but um, yeah. So and then I checked out the remake of Valley Girl. Okay, I loved it. Right on. I loved it. Sweet deal. The little cutie pie from uh, Happy Death Day plays in it. Oh, very cool. And the color, there must be something in her contract that says when she stars in the movie, the colors of the screen come to life. Vibrant. Yes. I get it. Uh, I watched uh, Walk, Ride, Rodeo. That was one of the Mother Day movies I watched with my mom. Another true story. Speaking of which, Uh I woke up right at the beginning of White God. The dog movie? Oh, the dog movie. Go fuck yourself. Oh, that's a good movie. No, it is not. Not if you like dogs. It's terrible. God damn it, man. Was that the the one with the trainer or the one in Hungary? It was in a weird language. I think it might have been Hungary. Okay. Where they, the dad kicks the dog out of the car. Yes, the that's beginning. Hungarian. I was all Fuckin excited. Fuck you. That's a tough movie. Yes. Uh, you know what? It's on Shudder right now. Parents, if you are against your kids having pets, you're an asshole. Fuck you. Yeah. Go fuck Because all kids deserve to have a pet. Or if you don't Unless want them, they kill them. <laughs> dude, if you don't want them to have a pet, then don't get them a pet. Don't get them a pet and then say, and then take the pet away. Yeah. That's the biggest dick move ever. Oh, oh fuck off with white God. <laughs> I watched uh, a new one called Awoken. Okay. Uh, don't watch it. All right. I believe it's Australian. Um, I This one, Brian from uh, Brian and the Lance Show. Oh, the Brian, Brian and Lance Show. <laughs> yeah. The Horror Returns. <laughs> yes. He That's said, I was reading his little uh, comment about The Wretched. Yeah. And I, I watched, watched that last it. Week. What did I liked think? it. Did you? I liked it. I, it's like Disturbia, but with a demon, I found. Oh. It wasn't bad. It's I not a feel bad like he when he described it as uh, the. Uh, what's the, the. Oh my God. I can't even I don't think even know. of a. It's a Jack Black one. Uh, Goosebumps. Okay. It's like an adult version of Goosebumps. It was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, I watched uh, your girlfriend, Chloe. Is it Moretz? Chloe Grace Moretz, yes. Yes, and uh, another true story movie called Brain on Fire. Okay. Uh, That was pretty good. Right on. Uh, Once again, doctor's not listening to you. Uh, Another true story movie called On My Skin. On My Skin. Yeah, this was a little tough. Uh, It's basically a guy gets uh, roughed up by the police. Okay. And uh, he's thrown in jail and then goes straight into prison. Okay. They don't even give him a chance. And uh, he ends up dying because, uh, you know, the cops fucking broke his back. Ugh. 
and he didn't want to tell anybody. It's clearly obvious the dude's face is black and blue and his back is broken and he can't piss. And he's like, they're like, what happened to you? I fell down the stairs. Who falls down the stairs? Why wouldn't you tell somebody? Yeah, he didn't tell. He was terrified of the cops. Okay. Uh, And the new Gretel and Hansel movie. How was that? I liked it. Okay. I think it had a different twist on it, though. All right. It wasn't like the Jeremy Renner one. Oh, man. Yeah, this one was about little kids where basically the witch is uh, prepping the girl to take over for her oh, one day. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Okay. And that's all I watched. All righty. How about some immersion therapy then? Mm-hmm. Inmates, we'd love to hear what you watched this week. Uh, get us on the mental health hotline at area code 775-387-0275 or the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Immersion therapy time. Immersion therapy. Dude, what did you think of the old uh, Alien Trespass? <laughs> it's silly. It's a silly fucking movie. Oh my it's god. It's like a throwback to the 1950s creature features. Yes, it was. Um, with a little bit more of a sense of humor felt like this movie also was uh as you use the word vibrant in colors totally. <clears throat> i liked i liked the background and the scenery and stuff but it was very childish it was <laughs> and I, I i don't know if it was meant to be ironic in its uh poking fun at the creature features of the 1940s and 50s mm. or if it was uh like some kind of an homage to it i can't say for sure uh, not a bad, not a bad show. I mean, it's silly. The aliens were fucking ridiculous. The flying saucer was stupid. Um, I found it for you. That's the one. What is that? Amazon Prime? Yeah. It popped fuck? up on my phone. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. I sat through an hour and a half of that dumb shit found footage crap. It's right there on Amazon. Okay. Anyway. Maybe we should do this for immersion therapy. There it is. That's on Amazon All Prime. Right. All right. Well, um, <laughs> Alien Trespass, uh, it's fine. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be I See You, starring Helen Hunt from 2019. Something about a missing kid. Find that on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. Don't bother with your pirate ships, inmates, because you'll end up with this weird found footage girlfriend horse shit. Mm-hmm. You don't like it. I don't like it. You didn't like it. Nobody liked it, so don't even bother. In the meantime, how about a little educating Miss Monica? Mm. Mm-hmm. Educating Miss Monica. Yes. Monica, hit us with those clues one more time, kiddo. Oh, where did you go? Oh, I lost it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Couples are always wanting to get away to paradise. Haven't you learned don't stop for hitchhikers? Not even in paradise. Yeah, let's just hang out with strangers we don't know. Oh, shit. Couples are getting murdered. False arrest. Well, what are the odds that 
that you shoot someone in the head and they have a metal plate. Okay, so which couple in this flick are the actual killers? Uh, Buddy nailed you. Mm-hmm. He got you with uh, the perfect getaway. Yes. Now, if you are in the mood to beat off to some Mia Jovovich, this is a good a good flick for you. Mm-hmm. Or if you are a fan of Steven Zahn in a less comedic role, mm-hmm. this is also a good one. I didn't realize the uh, the hippie couple was uh, Chris Hemsworth in yeah. this movie. I know. I know. It's weird, huh? Yeah, because I when I was catching the credits at the beginning, I'm like. Hemsworth, he's in this movie? Totally. Yeah. And it's funny because now he's Thor. Yeah. And whenever you see him in a movie, it takes all of about eight seconds before his shirt comes off. But in this one, it was kind of understated a little bit because he wasn't that Chris Hemsworth. I'm not a fan of his. Really? I like his brother so much better. Which brother? Liam. And I think because Liam does more like action killing movies, yeah, I I like that better. You got to check out the other the other Hemsworth. You got to get on the what? ugly one. He's not <laughs> ugly, you fucker. He's just got he's just got a very a very stoic demeanor. Check him out on. Uh, you still haven't seen Westworld, have you? No, I have. You got to get on Westworld. <laughs> You loved uh, Boardwalk Empire. You're going to love Westworld. I did. Get on that. It's got the other Hemsworth. I fucking... Hmm. What is his name? I don't even know. I believe it's Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kiddo. Hit us with your clues for the week, if you would. Oh, this was a little tough. Ah, shit. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag Darian. Oh. There you go. Hashtag Darian and Alan. Okay, one of my favorite hashtags. You wake up in the bed of a truck half naked only to get your head shoveled in. White people always wanting to go fucking camping in the woods. Actually, these white kids are on a mission to find out if this book is indeed real. Naked women in the graveyard. This chump got fooled and stabbed. Do we have a Jason copycat? Another stab in the stomach? Geez, everyone is getting stabbed, either in the barn or in the diner. Where is this hillbilly town? Stabbed in the barn or the diner? <laughs> oh, boy. A lot of, a lot of uh, titles are coming to mind right now. I'm going to have to whittle them down a little bit. All right, inmates, think about that. We'll do the same and get back with you next week to get the, uh, the full scoop. In the meantime, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this podcast. That will help out our visibility quite a bit. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com is where you find out any information you need to know about us, any of Mm -hmm. our subsidiary programs. Uh, Also, PsychoBunnyDeathCult.com to find our live video feeds. Patreon campaign running, if anybody gives a shit. Uh, July is wide open. Yeah, guys. $5 donation gets you control of those movies. In the meantime, for uh, Buddy in Absentia, Miss Monica, Lesbian Vampires, uh, Penis-Shaped Swords that aren't all that uh, humorous or even <laughs> don't even really look like penises, if you ask me. And if, even if they do, that's not that fucking funny, all right? Unless you're 12 years old or something. Uh, American Horror Stories, Crazy Batshit Mothers that can't figure out their goddamn TVs. I need to FaceTime you for 45 minutes. <laughs> And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week. week.